In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Hello, welcome, MJK. Welcome. welcome. How art thou? I am. Oh, God. Enjoying a coffee. Nice. Iced coffee. Yes, just black coffee. American ice. style. You got it. But Love with, it. With big Scotch style ice cubes. Because that's what your fridge stuff. And I had a Vietnamese inspired coffee. With your condensed milk, your crazy. Tastes nothing like Vietnamese coffee, oh, but wait. it still tastes good. It's just a different good. Um, I said inspired though, didn't inspired, I? Inspired, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I don't know. That's wow, good this enough. Just started off terrible. Hello, though. We can delete it. No, no, it's cool. We got it. Just fast forward to one minute ten. Hello, I'm JK. G'day. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. On this lovely Sunday. <laughs> ah, I love a good Sunday release. Got a Sunday sleep in. Um, what's been happening? I I'm really I'm so unprepared. Even though this is all I've knew I had to do. <laughs> Um, and you've come off like a bad night's sleep Saturday yeah. night, you know, you didn't and this sleep is too only well. My first coffee, so this is Ooh, he's gonna have about five throughout this recording. It's uh, gonna really amp it right. up. All right, but if we can keep him with the theme, what have I watched, you asked? Yeah. You didn't, but I will say it for you. So for some reason, um I rewatched Shrek the other night. Because it was on Netflix. What? It was on Netflix and I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah. In the kids section or just? It just, it showed up like you may also like. And I wow. I watch cartoons on Netflix. The donkey but, on the edge. But yeah, uh, I don't think it's aged all that well. Like uh, quality wise, like looking at it, I'm yeah. like, Ugh. But you know, it That's was. That's fair. Was what year was that released? Back in the day. Late 90s, I think. Yeah, no. Not nineties. Well, Chris Farley was the originally look that shit up while voicing uh, the yeah. Shrek character. Lord Farquaad. No, the Shrek character. Oh damn. Oh yeah. Well. And then he died. R.I.P. Damn. Two thousand one. Yeah, and he died in like ninety seven. So this is how you. This is how long mm. cartoons or these animations yeah, take are to in make. production for. Like I bet Tom Hanks did Toy Story four like eight years ago. And he's all like, what? <laughs> That's out now? Like, I'm promoting that, that? That's what he sounds like. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. I watched Good Boys with you. I yeah. watched Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates with you. Yeah. I watched Captain Phillips with you. Yeah. Uh, finished watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I was there for that too. Also with you. <laughs> for some reason, I watched the limited documentary series Surviving R. Kelly, which was very Oh, yeah, you mentioned that to and me. Still kind of find it crazy that he's denying everything, considering that this Shit's been going on for two decades, but that's as far as I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch Beverly Hills Cup. Eddie Murphy. Yep. No response. Don't you care. You bought all three Blu-rays last weekend. Yeah. And Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Ah, so good. And uh, then I felt the need that I had to watch Mandy, which you got me for yeah. my birthday the other week. Which was a good that's rewatch. That's a rewatch, yeah. Yes. Nicolas Cage. And uh, seen every... There was not the shock value attached this time. Seen it's kind of really no. fucked up and violent. But I was... I knew what was coming. So I could kind of, I was kind of looking at what was going on around it more. Yes. Very yeah. visually just, just a good movie. It's very... Not for everybody, obviously. No. But it's very good. Nice. Yes. Well, as you said, I watched a few things with you. The Good Boys, Mike and Dave Need a Wedding, Captain Phillips. Of those three Good Boys I hadn't seen before, the others I had and... 
was like, watch them. I hadn't seen any of them. I, I really know. enjoyed Mike and Dev because I'm a huge Orbs fun. Plaza fan. Yep. Uh, and it was just, yeah, good silly comedy. We laughed a lot out loud. We laughed at Good Boys, but we laughed a lot more at Mike and Dave Need yeah. a Wedding Date. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And you did really like Captain Phillips as, as well. Yeah, that was uh, the dude who did most of the, the Paul Bourne Greengrass. Yeah. yeah. Not the first one, but the rest of them. Uh, yeah, he, he knows how to put together a good looking movie. Yeah. Love that film. Um, I also finished season three of Atypical on Netflix. Um, so I'd been looking forward to that for over a year and then seemed to be getting, like even today I was tagged in something where a release date was revealed and it's next month. It's like sometimes you get months in advance and trailers in advance to know it's coming out on this day and then I get tagged, oh, you comes back December 26 or whatever the date was. You're like, that's one month's noticed. Same with Atypical. I was checking for months. When is this back? It mm-hmm. should be back. And then three weeks before it comes out, I'm like, back in three weeks that's a lo- with the streaming it's a Netflix thing well all streaming services now when they were uh, talking about the releases of all the Disney Marvel Disney release Plus, stuff yeah. all of that shit you've just got a season so it'd be like fall 2020 yeah. or summer 2021 like you don't get a, a hard date no, until until right before yep. you're like man you have to really be checking for that because it it's not like off guard. it's not like networks who do like some well in Australia anyway it's like six months plus just to promote some garbage self-promoted cooking show or something. Yeah. With just implied drama. When you get like real drama and shit, you're like, hey, mm. I want to watch the shit out of some atypical. <laughs> oh, that dear. dude loves penguins. Oh, I love him. Good old Sam. So I really enjoyed that and now I'm like, now I have to wait another year for it to come out. But I'm not sure if there's a season four. I'm assuming there is, but I'll have to keep an eye out on that. I watched... Black Hawk Down, which is a rewatch from two thousand one. Black Hawk Down, Black Hawk Down. Because I just bought it Black on, <laughs> just bought it on four K. So I actually hadn't own, don't own it at all. So it wasn't like I was replacing a Blu Ray or anything. I was owning it outright. Um, I actually watched it over two nights because I got like yeah an hour forty five in. I'm like, man, I must be close to the end. Fifty minutes. I think we've got to go to bed. Both pointed out that we've only ever watched it once, mm-hmm. and I think. This was before marathon movies were. That's right, and the hawks go down. You're like, oh, must be the climax of the film. Yeah. No, it's like one third. That's the first third of the movie, really. It's kind of good just to look back and see just the like incredible cast that went on to Mm. do amazing things, or just at least some cool things. Like a young Orlando Bloom. Tom Hardy's first feature film. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So many and young still faces. didn't really pop up until like a good nearly ten years later, where he was kind of looked at as a yeah, true a Hollywood dude. Man. Um, so I did actually still enjoy that, and that inspired us to talk about some of our favourite war films. Um, also in 4K, I bought um, Dynasties, narrated by David Attenborough. Um, so I haven't seen any of those yet. My brother's a huge fan of them, so he's already watched them. But I looked at the episode named Lion. So it's about animals for those who yeah, are it's like not. It focuses on five particular endangered animals um lions and chimpanzees being two of them penguins as well speaking of atypical um so yeah i'm working my way through that so i've watched the lion episode i finished season one of working mums which is 13 episodes on netflix canadian show and that i got onto that because it does pop up quite a bit on netflix as a recommendation but there's like three actors from one owner erp in it so that was kind of a segue it's seen it promoted via them before so i'm like oh this keeps popping up so i'm just gonna Hit the nail on the head and finally watch and it. And I popped in and out when you're watching it. Yeah. Some good dry humor in there. Yeah, yeah. How well, was your pottery class? The creator, Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> the big boulder of a boulder. 
I like making balls. Oh no, because she tries to reenact the ghost scene with her yeah. wife, and she's like, "This is not sexy." <laughs> um, and like Dan Aykroyd pops up as her right, yeah, door as her father. Sorry, but yeah, she wrote and created the whole series. Um, and she also created Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No, no, she's been. Called? T- uh, she didn't create it. She was um, just a writer or something. Uh, she was either a writer or she just they they're all part of the tight knit like uh-huh. writers producers community where they're nice. always trying to help each other out. Which that sounds like, like that. Canada. Yeah. That sounds like well, Canada. Philadelphia's in America. But Phil- well, well, she must be Canadian then. She is, but oh, um, she's they just obviously either went to school together or they know they know Some each sort other of connection, somewhere. Yeah. She pops up quite a bit in that show, and she's always hilarious. Nice. So, yeah. And I finished the single-player campaign for the latest Call of Duty Modern Warfare, so you can talk about that a little bit later. don't know what I'm saying, but I'll let you know when we start talking about it. Oh, man, if you were briefs the shit out of that, it's Cod Mod War. Cod? Mod War. Mod War. Cod Mod War. Cod Mod War. God, say that three times fast. Cod Mod War, Cod Mod War, Cod Mod War. He did it. And the other thing that we both saw the other day... Terminator Dark Fate. So that's going to be a focal point for this episode for us as well. Oh, what a song. To the future. And getting that song up onto my Apple Music here, it brought up the, the soundtrack cover for Space Jam with Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan you know side what? by side. You need to put that in the Instagram upload, yeah. but we won't reference it at all. We'll just have it in <laughs> there at the end. Why is Space Jam in there? It's just a boss cover right there for an album, for a movie, for whatever. Great movie, too, if you're Space Jam. If you're me when it came out. At oh. my age. Jesus Christ, I can't even talk today. But Bill Murray's in it. It's just a, it's a good... I forget that. Yeah, Bill Murray. So cool. NBA of the 90s. Danny DeVito does the voice of the, the Monstars boss. And they just keep talking about a Space Jam too. They've been talking about one for years and putting like someone like LeBron into it. I remember it. 10 years ago that was a conversation mm. point and everyone was like, nah, I don't even know if people have turned around to it. I don't know. So, I mean, just leave, maybe leave Space Jam. Because I'm like, are those Looney Tunes characters relevant anymore? Uh, they're yeah. still on, I think, in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit, it's weird because I've watched a few episodes just like when it's on. Because I'm like, oh, Kristen Wiig does the voice of like one of the girl bunnies. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, this it kind of, it seems a little more edgy. You know, and I think it's yeah. set as more of a sitcom, like yeah, Daffy right. Bugs and some of the others live together or like neighbors or something. And I was just like, this could be something, but it, it, it seeing their old characters, no one's going to really invest no. in it unless you're kids. But it just seems a little bit more advanced than just kids cartoons. In the context of that song, I just started singing of singing it when we we're in the in the super, in the mall today, the supermarket, the mall, whatever you call it. I just started singing it at the top of my head. I'm like, we should play that on the podcast. Yeah. And it's actually our lead into some news and gossip. Is that what we're doing? I forgot. I was just like, let's just keep, see how long we can talk about whatever Space until Jam. Jade set, just yeah. reins us in. Okay. Yeah, News and goss. Let's go. Oh, Boom. mate. We just had the People's Choice Awards for 2019. Karen Gillan was there looking lovely in a white dress. Oh, you love her. We saw her in the Jumanji trailer before. We did. Um, there are a number of major awards issued on the night. Jennifer Aniston won the People's Icon Award. So I got to watch what that today. People Adam are Sandler. voting for this. Shut up. The people. Um, 
Adam Sandler was there to present that to her. Pink won the People's Champion Award. Gwen Stefani won the People's Fashion Icon Award. There's a good award to win. Um, Zendaya won Best Movie Star for Spider-Man Far From Home. going to say she's the bro from Spider-Man, right? So yeah. Cool, but she is also in a TV show called Euphoria, so she mentions that in her speech. She's a musician too, right? Yeah, she sings. She's in that Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. She right. sings in that. She's like Zac Efron's love interest, I believe. I haven't seen it. Me neither. Mostly because it's a musical, I think. Whoa, you don't like musicals? I do. I mean, I, I'm, I, the reason I haven't watched that is because it's a musical. But yeah. I think it, because it doesn't yeah. seem like a musical for me. You have to be in the mood for a musical as well. It's like, instead of just talking about our feelings, like, sing about it instead. Well, what about like Sweeney Todd? I like Grease. Todd. I've never seen Sweeney Todd. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mostly because they're, they're murderous pie shop owners and they sing about it. Greece? I've seen that a number of times. What about Greece 2? Yeah, unfortunately, I have seen that. I liked it. Michelle Pfeiffer. I know. And what? some guy that isn't relevant yeah, I have anymore. Yeah, no idea. What about Crybaby? You ever see that? Another Johnny Depp one. Nope. That's good. It's got Ricky Lake before she got her Ricky talk Lee. show. No, Ricky Lake. Remember the Ricky Lake talk show? Go, Ricky. Oh, yeah. Go, Sorry. Ricky Lee's the Australian singer. Yes, the useless person. Idol. Yeah. Wow. Yes, I do know. Go, yeah, Ricky. Back when Go she Ricky. was very overweight and still an actress. Oh, wow. Yeah, and there's some reason she got a talk Somehow show. Somehow she got a talk show. Yeah. Look, Kelly Clarkson has a talk show now too, so strange things happen. Oh, sorry, sorry, Kelly, but... People were always going to want to make something out of her though because they invested so much in that fucking Australian... First well, a- American, American Idol. Idol yeah. Yes. Um, Titans has just been renewed by DC for a season three. Season two, I believe, is still currently airing. Netflix, I would like you to give us some news and gossip for this segment because I want to know when Titans season two is going to be released on Netflix. And I also, Netflix, want to know when season 5b the second half of season 5 is going to be released on netflix because they still only have the first half on there 5b of what vikings oh right and season 6 is coming out so oh my god update y'all she is i need to watch it i've watched everything else of that except for what's not available to me drunk for putting up it in a's and b's is there yeah and uh dwayne the rock johnson has signed on to create a film about mma fighter mike or mark sorry mark kerr None of us know who that is. but No idea. And I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big you, MMA guy. You follow guy. that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Um, uh, you had some news for us as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, just that uh, some of my favorite directors slash writers, the Safdie brothers who did the movie Good Times. Yes. They will be releasing pro- probably their biggest budget film starring Adam Sandler next month. I doubt it will be coming to cinemas. I think it will just be uh, like... Uh, movie festival type stuff yep. and then we'll eventually hopefully have to find it somewhere. <coughs> but yeah, starring Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the KG one, right? Yeah, called Uncut Gems based on uh, a, a Jewish jewelry salesman in New York, which a lot of the Safety Brothers stuff is based in New York and based on stuff that's happened in their life or similar situations. So, very excited. And you need to give us an update on how those um, wrestlers <laughs> are going coming back from Saudi Arabia. Well, they're all home. Oh, phew. But they're still on a no talk about the situation. Oh, they so want to control the narrative. Correct. So, it's just, it's made it... St- Over 60 people we're talking about. 170. So oh, 60 whoa, talent. we counted it like no, 70 no, no, or no. something? No, no, we, what we did was correct. That, that that was just for the talent. But then production people, yeah, all, the, all the useless people who stand Behind there and the go, scenes. hey, hey. Pointing uh, fingers. You know, we were thinking we could do this with you. I don't like it. Okay. 
That's how wrestling works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Saudi <laughs> Arabia situation—it is. It's, it's, it's mental. Uh, that was quite controversial. I know a couple of people that know a couple of people that work in the place, and certain people that have spoken out about it have been chastised backstage, which is rather telling, considering that uh, oh, if it's no big deal, like why even bother about yeah. it? But yeah, I think they're home though. Good for That's them. good. That's good because we God did bless. promise an update on that in episode four. So I'm glad that they're all safe. But, yeah, it's very interesting how that's yeah, all played out. Over 24 hours. And uh, the most that they got out of someone was that they were not allowed to leave the hotel rooms. But the person who was doing that interview was just always reiterating. It's not like we were held by guns or anything, but we weren't allowed to leave. So yeah. for, And they weren't allowed to sort out getting their own a different plane, which was another thing a lot of wrestling journalists kept saying. Like, you're telling me they can't? It's the fucking one of the biggest. They're a billion dollar company. They can't mm-hmm. just charter a fucking flat. Yeah. Come on. Come so, on. So that was that. That was strange. But they're alive. So cool. Good for them. God bless. That is the soundtrack to Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the 2019 release, which I mentioned previously. COD Mod War. COD Mod War. COD for short. Um, that I mentioned recently, I just finished playing the single player campaign, which leaves me open to play the co-op mode that's there. Um, you, you could join me, play some co-op yeah, stuff. Man, we Why could not? Do Let's shoot some, some stuff. Two-player ch- champagne. Yeah. Yeah. And it obviously still leaves open the multiplayer facet of it all as well, which Just is like what Spider-Man in the multiverse. Whoa. Right. A lot of people buy COD just for multiplayer i am and i think i've mentioned it before a campaign person over online person actually playing for myself against the ai in the story mode um so speaking of the story i've got my little script here yeah go nuts obviously it's by activision games just for that reference to the gaming world and it's nice to talk about a video game at a bit of length um but we know captain price from the first modern warfare like almost 10 years ago which was like one of the best first person shooters to come out and it really sparked the call of duty franchise moving forward captain p r.i.p is he dead yeah. nope oh well, captain p and living long baby he um is in that one and, and returns to to this game with a couple of other familiar faces. Um, so Captain Price and the SAS partner with the CIA and the Urzakstani Liberation Force to retrieve stolen chemical weapons. So a lot of it is set in the Middle East and then a bunch more is set in Europe, such as London. Um, and, yeah, you're basically trying to get these chemical weapons before the bad guy does. Um Obviously, being a 2019 release, the graphics are really quite good. Definitely seen prettier games, but um, this this obviously holds up and it brings it back to sort of like there's a London bombing in one of the opening scenes. You're like, oh, this feels a little bit too real. That's, um, yeah. yeah, it was like modern terrorism. So you had that aspect to it. It was very like it gives you a warning when you're loading the game that this is pretty graphic and very realistic and it's basically saying do you know what you're signing up for bail now or forever hold your peace as you have to 
pick a sort of I accept option to move into the campaign before you see this stuff. Because then as well with the stuff in the Middle East, it's sort of like the war on terror that's happening since 2001 onwards. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. Obviously, with being Call of Duty, you're looking for different sorts of gameplay to make it look and feel a little bit different to all of the ones that have come before it. Um, and so you get that in little pieces. Um, and, yeah, it's pretty pretty immersive. I've seen played I think I only played it in about eight hours. When I looked it up, someone had suggested 10 to 12 for the campaign. But you knocked just, it out pretty quick. It was, to me, anyway, what, it seemed like you knocked it out pretty quick. Two to three seedings, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's all something like that. <clears throat> Um, because you spent a, a good day or two uploading it to yeah, your system. It's 100 gig, that download. Oofed. And then obviously has a software update as soon as you put it in. I think, yeah, it was one week later. I just, yeah. I gave it I time to upload it. sitting it. there, I'm like, hey, what up, game? Yeah. You played it yet? You're like, nah. I know. The first time I played, I only played two hours. And obviously, obviously, most of the time when I walked in on you playing it, you'd be exploding or something. Yeah. Or raging. Yeah, like when you Jade's came in a rage and gamer. I had to defuse a bomb. Yeah, that was and, to, and even I was laughing because I can get very, very frustrated at these games. Um, I actually found it very easy except for one big boss towards the end, which you saw me I died about five times. Yeah, you but were cussing like, up a storm. Yeah, I, that was me mellow. I get very, I've gotten very aggressive at things. Like they always say, do video games make you violent? Yes, <laughs> but only in the moment. It doesn't make me a violent person outside of it. It's only in reacting to it. Um, but there's the bomb diffusing scene. She's like, cut the wire, but only the color I say and only when I say to cut it and you're like all right i got this i got this she's like cut the green wire so i cut, you cut it. it immediately and then you see because i put the captions on because sometimes right. it's really hard to clarify what they're saying especially locations and people's names so i have the captions on and then i'm dying or i'm dead but you can see the rest of the caption is three two, two one. one counting down for when i should cut it it's like damn it i've got this like i even know the order of it now it took me another time because that was the other thing i was yeah. like three, three two, two one so snap I, I cut on one that was too early as well. <laughs> I had to wait till after. Oh, my God. So that reminded me of like a Tom Cruise interview where he's talking about being on Minority Report and being told there's a countdown, jump on one. He's like, yeah, but jump after one or on one. It was just a back and forth of when am I jumping here so I don't explode with the rest of the set. That reminds me just quickly of... Yeah. Um, uh, there's another reference to that in another film, I reckon. Probably, but I was watching Matt Damon on Conan recently because yes. he was promoting... He's promoting Ford... Versus Ferrari? Ford yeah. versus Ferrari. And um, he was talking about how, <clears throat> I think it was when, what was that movie? Is it Edge of Tomorrow with Emily yes, Blunt? Yes, so yes, yes. So he Love was, the Matt Damon was um, up there, I think, doing a Bourne film. And Emily, he's friends with Emily Blunt, him and his wife. Yep. And Tom Cruise was there. So they all had dinner together. Nice. And they were talking about Tom Cruise and his stunts and all this kind of stuff. He's all like, so how did you get away with that kind of stuff? He goes, okay, here's what happened. I go up to the stunt guy and I say, this is what I want to do. And it was like when he was hanging out of the plane or some yeah, shit, oh yeah. doing something crazy. Impossible. And the guy was like, we can't do that. <gasps> so I grab another stunt man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. I lo- I and he was like, so that's how he gets around it. He just finds another stunt man coordinator. <clears throat> and just And they're like, well, this is the guy that's going to get it done. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I love that about he's him. A, he's a little dude who just doesn't take no for an answer. So. He wants that to be as realistic as possible. And if Hell it can't yeah. happen, well, it won't happen. But he's going to do everything he can to make it happen. But, um, yeah, I can't comment on, obviously, the multiplayer or co-op just yet. The finishing the campaign has opened up special ops, so it's a breakout DLC 
version of the game. I'm not sure whether I own a copy of it based on what I've purchased, but I'm going to look into that because I do feel like I could have had a couple more hours worth of the campaign. Um, so special ops will be a way for me to keep playing it. But when I do play those other aspects of it, I can obviously comment on it here. It's one of the Call of Duties that hasn't come with a zombie mode. It's a lot of people buy the last couple of zombie, uh, sorry, last co- couple of Call of Duty games like Black Ops for the zombies mode. But that's something I only ever play kind of briefly anyway because it's mm-hmm. better to do co-op. So I wasn't too phased by that, but I did did enjoy the storyline, the characters and going back and forth between two or three different characters playing as them over different parts of the world. And yeah, just I love first-person shooters as a genre. So, and a huge fan of the Call of Duty franchise. So that was fun. I've been looking forward to that for a little bit. So yeah, we should check out co-op sometime, but otherwise, yeah. oh, you committed to it. And then you're like, no, nah. before we, before we uh, hit the old yeah. reverse button or whatever, fuck. Reverse. <laughs> so I, I have a, General question. <coughs> we know what a first-person shooter is. <laughs> we, we know what a third-person shooter is. Where you can see the character shooting. What yep. the fuck is a second-person shooter? It's where you shoot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Second-person in writing, you use the word you. So you just have to be shooting yourself. I don't know. Right. First-person is like it's you shooting. Third-person is you've got the character bloody standing in your You're way. looking over their shoulder. Yeah. Second person. <laughs> what was a game that I was playing recently? I had to shoot myself. Probably Call of Duty? Nah. Assassin's it wasn't. Creed? What? I mean, you say recently. Recently for you is like four years. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know, but with Call of Duty being finished now, I'm going to go back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I am 22 hours in in terms of campaign. Apparently, it's 30 hours long, so I am trying to stick to the main storyline. That's another thing why Call of Duty goes quicker. It's not it's not an open world it's not free roam there's no side missions it's just the mission it's, to finish it gets slightly more difficult explosion something engaging game over yeah hey, and that's the difference between first person and third person so you, less hours uh but yeah that's i'm guessing that's my answer to your what is second person question that you would have just been waiting and waiting on Chris Jericho singing his own theme song, AEW World Champion, also frontman for Fozzy. Just going to talk a little bit about some AEW full gear that happened this past Sunday with the AEW people. Very controversial show. A hit to many and uh, also kind of uh, a disgusting bloodbath to others. But uh, it was their first pay-per-view since they've been running TV. So they had a six-week six build to get all the matches over and to get everybody to tune in. Two main matches was Chris Jericho, who we just heard then, going up against Cody for the AEW World title. Stipulation yeah. was if Cody loses, he can never challenge for it again. Oh. The stakes were high. Stakes were high. Stakes were hard. Stakes, stakes, were, stakes were, were hard. Yes. They usually are. Yes. <laughs> It's just like the rampway where Cody busted open his face. One of the Crikey. first of many uh, situations where people were like, they've taken this too far. Uh-huh. But uh, 
It was a very interesting show. Just keep this brief. Jericho won, so Cody can no longer challenge for the belt. Kudos. In controversial fashion, when his stablemate, MJF, threw in the towel and then later turned on Cody. This is how you know this is wrestling. Yes. Kicked him in the bollocks the after. The dramatics of it all. He kicked him in the balls and then left. Or left him in a pool of his own blood. And then we, for the final match, it was not classed as the main event, but it was... Uh, Unsanctioned lights out match between John Moxley, the former Dean Ambrose of WWE, up against Kenny Omega, the best bout machine, the cleaner, whatever you want to call him. In a match that most would call a death match, which I'm actually quite fond of, but a lot of people refer to as garbage wrestling. There was a lot of weapons involved, barbed wire, glass, oh, yeah. Yeah. a lot of other things. Your traditional High things. stakes. Well, here's the thing, and they've tried to make the point that wins and losses matter in the company, but this seen it's unsanctioned the lights out um wasn't really for anything so john moxley just wanted to kill the golden boy of the company which was kenny omega just to kind of prove a point and it was about 40 minutes of some of the most innovative entertaining bloody guts what to me wrestling is and not should be but you can pull it out once or twice a yeah. year just to show the stakes of something like that. But, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of divided the wrestling community who watches that stuff. Mm. People who don't like it now have extra fuel to say, look at these jerks killing <laughs> each other, throwing each other through barbed wire and shit. Where you got people like me who watched it and went, that's uh, that's artistry. These guys. Yeah, barbed wire, yeah. Well, it, was, it wasn't quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? But it's going to make, yeah, it's... I've, I've listened to quite a few podcasts this morning where it was just one person arguing one point and another person arguing the other, which it's always like that with wrestling. But it's this is, I think, mission accomplished for them because they got everybody talking about it. Which exactly at the end of the day, that's what you want. So, uh, want those ratings and that interest? Exactly, and I don't think it's going to really turn anybody away. But, no, you know, and they probably knew that, and that's why they. That's why they made the party situation. I was who's this guy? Oh, that the figurine down there? Yeah. That's Nathan Drake from the Uncharted gaming I series. I have asked this PS4 before. only. I don't know why. I thought he was... And that's when I bought number four, which is the final in the franchise. One of my favourite franchises. They won't make any more after that. It's by Naughty Dog. Is Naughty Dog dead? Nope. Huh. But there's a cool thing when in the I opening... The, the poor for their yeah, little... Yeah, yeah. Which obviously they got, those guys created Crash Bandicoot. And that's in one right. sequence in the opening scenes of number four um you can sit down on the couch in the home before you actually travel off and your benches crash and Bandicoot. play crash Bandicoot that's awesome as a character playing it so that was a cool little uh would that be second person shooter yeah all yeah, right for sure uh just yeah oh, jade's yeah. got a figurine of the guy that's the reason yeah, yeah. but um yeah AW, full gear check it out if you have the means know-how also a very good undercard uh, yeah moving onward Oh, now that gets it. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. The, the uh, soundtrack we've come to know and love of Terminator mixed with some Spanish guitar. 
because obviously a lot of uh, Terminator Dark Fate is set in Mexico City. Yeah, and, and a bit of Texas. And just over the border in Texas, yes. Laredo. Very contemporary in terms of its social setting. But uh, this is our major focal point for this episode, Terminator Dark Fate. We went and saw that very, very recently. And it's directed by Tim Miller, who did Deadpool. And uh, just quietly, we actually haven't spoken a word about this to each other and our thoughts about the film yet. So this is all going to be just right in your face. Bam. Bam, bam. Thank you, man. real-time reactions from Jay and MJK. It is. It is. A bit of RT. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> real-time reactions. <laughs> just, yes, just like I usually were doing, sorry, just a bit of admin, directed by Tim Miller, starring yep. Linda Hamilton. Sarah Connor, she's back. Mackenzie Davis, yep. Natalie Reyes, Gabrielle Luna, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as Carl. Carl, yes, he gets a new name in this one. Um, and this one obviously follows, or might not be obvious to you, but follows straight on from Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and... Gets us to, uh, what's the word, um, exclude numbers three, four, and five. This is technically the sixth Terminator film. But it's a but direct sequel for to Judgment Day. That's right, which would round it out as a trilogy if you want to ignore those other yes. ones. Which means we get Sarah Connor in it and we get Linda Hamilton back playing her. Also, massive spoiler alerts because we're just going to fucking cut this to shreds. In, in a good yeah. way. We're just going to get right up in it ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, you're just giving spoilers. I thought you were about to give a spoiler, but no. you're just giving a warning for spoilers yes. that, yes, there might be some uh, details in it if you haven't seen it Speaking yet. Speaking of like a misleading spoiler. Yeah? They did the whole John Connor returns, <gasps> and they also said Edward Furlong. They really did. But all we got was, uh, what do you even call that? CGI? Oh, it's CGI. A, I mean, because it clearly was. Young that, that, version of him. That immediately took me out of the movie as well. I, that first shot they had of Linda, I was like, whoa, that looks good. And that then the next shot good. they had, the lighting looked like shit. And then the kid, it, did, it, it looked like fucking... I'll, I think because it would have been Furlong a lot older getting those schematics measured out. And then they've had to turn that into CGI and then make him 30 years younger. I think that might have been part in that one not coming across as distinctly. But we're seeing that a lot in movies at the moment. They did it in number five's Terminator in Genesis where they made Arnie look younger for one part of it. Yeah, that looked really bad. And they did that in um, Salvation as well when he came out to the... And it just didn't even look like Arnold. No, that one was bad. And obviously they did it with Robert Downey Jr. and... Uh, Civil War, I think it was. Yes. As Iron Man. And so did it with the guy who plays Hank Pym in Ant-Man. All of these situations, I thought now. it yeah. looked good because the technology, if it's if it's there, it can look okay. But I thought Linda looked good. Yeah, but that's because that was probably yeah. at least kind of her or at least... But yeah, it, it looked just like her yeah, after the it fucking really end did. of Judgment Day. So you get that in a bit of a throwback to 1998 and then it's, boom, 22 years later and we get a new Terminator crashing on the scene of Mexico City, named Luna. I think that's the Mackenzie Davis chick. They hired the tallest actress Luna. possible. The t- the oh, Grace, wasn't her name? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I was wondering where you got What's Luna Luna? From? I, I read somewhere Luna. Yeah, oh. Gabriel Luna's the, the guy who plays the uh, fucking... It's like the whatever that new advanced Terminator yeah, is. Look yeah, what they it's actually crazy. Called it. I thought it sounded weird. They like picked Mackenzie Davis, like the tallest actress going around, and then they're the Reyes chick, like the smallest yeah. actor going around. Rev got, G is what Gabriel Luna's character was called. That's what, what is called. it? Rev. Oh, sorry. Oh, Rev nine. Rev nine. That's my dyslexia. So you know right. what's Arnie? He's a T eight hundred. Yes. And the T one thousands from Judge Day, and that was freaky. The Rev nine is something altogether. 
um, something else altogether. Um, and grace is augmentation. Is that the word? Yeah, augmented. Of a human. Saying. Yes. Just upskilled to be faster and stronger and a deadly weapon to protect. What's that character's name? Uh, Danny. Yes. Hey, our friends call her Danny. Whoops. Bit yeah. of a slip up there. Um, so, yeah, then that moves us forward to them. Um, or Grace coming down to Mexico City to protect Danny and then boom, there's Sarah Connor getting involved because she's been sent some coordinates to the exact location they're going to be. So we see Danny, she's just this sweet woman who, or sweet young lady who seems to be the one who's taking care of everyone in the family, getting breakfast and lunches, making sure her dad's going to go have his little doctor's appointment or whatever else and then like you said, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. She kind of comes across not as hopeless, no. but as she can't drive, obviously, and her, Innocent, her family's just, yeah. you know, but she's been told her family's died and that there's that that's a machine that's come to kill you, bro, yep. all this kind of weird shit. And she thought the worst part of her day was that machines took over her job. Yeah. Her job it. at the factory. She went to tough talker manager, some fucking white oh. guy probably from Illinois or something, you know, and he's, yep. he's just like, well, I should wave the like, future. No, your stuff's going to get even worse. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I wanted some great action sequences out of it and we definitely got that. Like, a lot of the trailers in the first part of the film, those opening scenes, which is a good thing. You don't want too much. You You obviously get the Arnie reveal and some of the stuff on the cargo plane at the end, but everything else is is a surprise. What did you think of the new Terminator dude? Boss. The fact that he can bust up like that. I'm just going to call it nanotech because that's the only word I can use to describe it, which is kind of a Marvel reference. Yep. As well as the shell, the chassis, whatever you want to call it, of the actual machine. Yes, that is cool. So we can separate into two different dudes. Which makes him twice the threat. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I do think that's cool. We've still got the skeleton of the Terminator driving the truck while he jumps forward and tries to take on Grace. Um, Yeah, he was really great. He... I saw him at a Comic-Con panel talking about how he got to work out with Arnold Schwarzenegger every day in lead up to filming that movie. And whilst working on it, it's like, man, that's your, your job. Getting yeah. paid to train and get fitter with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, who comes into it about halfway through the film, three quarters of the way through the film. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Which I is what we were kind of expecting. Not long either, but it, it was a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes before Linda showed up. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, not that's a bad thing, but no. I mean, they had the f- the the actual the footage ba- the flashback. from <gasps> Judgment yeah. Day. I liked that as an opening sequence. Yeah, before even like the titles yeah. for the production companies. And it was stuff. woven in yeah, throughout all cool. of that, just to go all right. Let's let's get back to that headset of Terminator Two where Sarah Connor was at in 1997, and then throw a bit of a spanner in the works 1998 when. Uh, uh, Arnie of the T-100 shows up again to, uh, to complete his mission. tap in that ass. <laughs> Double tap. Uh, yeah, just to spin everything on its head and propel Sarah Ford into her new trajectory. So, Which we find out she's just uh, she's getting mystery texts from yeah. someone to tell her where Terminators are showing up and she's taking it upon herself, putting it on her shoulders to destroy these Terminators. Yeah, every couple of years, go and kill them all and... Save the world again and again. And we find out Skynet's not a thing anymore. No, it's called Legion in this yes. new future, which is where Grace is from. But this future is still going to shit. Yeah. Don't you don't you mind? The robots right. are still taking over. Saves Sarah Connor saves three billion people, and uh, then this new future still exists anyway. She says something like, "You're welcome." <laughs> 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 this fucking it's still going to shit. 
I guess yeah, they they got their world for a little while longer. This is is the point. I yeah, was trying to get across definitely. And I know that Empire Magazine rated it four out of five stars, and liked that the female characters were really quite strong, but they were emotionally damaged in a lot of ways as well, dealing with their own things. And what else did they say? It's easily the Oh, third best, best Terminator <laughs> film. <laughs> I'm guessing it's one, then two, then three, and it, or maybe two, one, three in that order. Best to worst. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it overall. Like it is what it was. They re- um, reused a couple of their famous lines, like I'll be back, but in different ways, not trying to have Arnie well, do the same did, thing. Well, they did, I can't remember what Linda said. Yeah. Like, uh. I, I, I will be back. She said, I'll, yeah, I'll be back. I think she just says, I'll be back. And then she goes down off the highway to yes, finish what like she that. started. And Arnie says, I won't be back. It's like, okay, you're just milking it now. Yes. And then when he says, I'm funny too. <laughs> just deadpan. I just, yeah, because he's found a purpose. He's found a woman with a young child who like he took on as his surrogate son, I guess. And yeah. His business as Carl is uh-huh. he... Uh, Instilling drapes. Drapes, yes. And uh, you, an get, you get a little bit time. of a giggle out of that, which I think at that point the movie kind of needed because it was just kind of... Yeah, it was action, perfect action, timing action, for action, that, action, actually, his appearance. Bit of a giggle before just uh, fucking onslaught the of onslaught. action. The onslaught. <laughs> That's the word I would use. Um, and gives us a little bit of hope moving into the future, unlike some of the other films. Like, oh, God, there's no return for returning from this. Um but, yeah, I, I got my kicks out of it. It wasn't too bad. It had those action sequences I was looking for. Did you have a favourite part? Um, <laughs> making some weird noises here. Um, I don't know. I mean, Linda rocking up, well, Sarah Connor rocking up on the highway is pretty boss. Apparently, I was reading in the trivia that um, the director, Tim, had to tell her to stop smiling during all the gunfiring scenes. It's just her, like, <laughs> loving it way too much. He's like, pull it back, pull it back, bring it back now. Um, I just, yeah, I think I do like the fact that it's a Sarah Connor storyline that we get her back because she's been an icon of mine since the 90s and since Judgment Day came out. So that's probably my favourite aspect of it. Least favourite part. Least favourite part. Oh, I always get annoyed in movies when there's the simple thing of like, let's say, here's the needle, stab the guy in the eye, end of story. And it's like, ah, oh, I fell over. Oh, yeah. I dropped it. But oh, it's about to go down added the Added suspense. That I was, know it's added suspense. That's like when the guy... But it's like, oh, every time. They're taking off and he's in the helicopter yes. and he's going down, but he still grabs on. So yep. it's like, okay, now we're going to drop a car on him. Everyone gets like three, four chances at things or it takes three, four times longer to tie your shoelace you know? yeah. or like it's a classic thing of in horror films when it's like yeah. they get given a thing of keys and they've got to get through the door and yeah. the, the bad guy's There's right so behind many them keys. oh my god this one doesn't work this one doesn't work fimble yeah. fumble oh just get it done i think my favorite thing in the film was a little bit more subtle than yours oh uh, i thought i had as soon as uh uh so gabriel luna is a latino dude yeah my first thought was, fuck, Donald Trump would hate this movie. They're <laughs> 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 just really amping up that social setting because they did and it with Rambo 5 as well. Right. And the, when they were in processing for the illegals and yep. that chick, he, she was like, you're in danger. She's like, no, I'm in processing. I'm yeah. And then she gets stabbed. I was like, yeah. Oh, but I was like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Now? That's mean. Don't be mean to the lady. Uh, but and if I had to say something was my least favorite was it was a little too cornball and a little too much Judgment Day like everything oh, yeah, 100%. felt yeah like I was it like has a we've already sequence. done this and then they try to just like like with the whole yeah. I won't be back and, yeah um, it was very obvious to me that uh, Danny 
was the person who was going to be leading the revolution just because she was right. like, oh, you're a womb. And then she was like, oh, I want to punch you. I'm like, clearly it's the broad. Right. You know? I didn't pick up on that. Although I, I just it didn't, just felt I didn't feel like it would be exactly the same. Like, it can't be her spawn again. I thought maybe the baby would be a female, just so there's a little bit of a twist on it. But the twist being that Danny's Well, the and also when they did that one flashback with yes? uh, Grace. Oh, yes. And it was like, save the commander. They didn't say, save the commander yeah. whatever his name is yeah is the commander okay she didn't say is danny okay which would make more sense seeing yes. their friends yeah then, yeah fair you know, enough but and leave it out like, for eh, a twist that's a little obvious and then yeah but you know if you like if you like action 100 percent, yeah and i'm kind of inclined to agree third best yeah <laughs> movie but that's not two hard. one three in that order yeah well two one six technically Thank you. Well, yes, yeah. you make a good point. Third, the third film would be sixth on my list because that was just. Oh yeah, that lot. is the worst. I was just about to say, I'm like, that is and the worst. And then it's of a juggling act of what I'm in the mood for between salvation, salvation or Genesis. Genesis. That's fair. Yeah, but uh, what would you give it out of five? I'd give it a four out of five as well, like Empire did, because you. I think you should know what you're signing up to when you go into that. It was never going to be Judgment Day level of epicness um but it was just a nice way to tie up the storyline that ended up going in all these other directions that we possibly didn't need but obviously they did because it was making money and it was popular Mm -hmm. um so i liked that it was tied up and all of that sort of stuff what about you Uh, seven no i want to say three 2.75. 2.75. 2.75. I, I, I wanted to That's say a three. I wanted to say two and a half, but I'm like, nah, def- it's definitely more than five out of ten. Um, yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it, but the special effects at the start kind of I just punched me in the dick. That's the 2020 that was, vision there. No, it's just very obvious with John Connor, and then when Arnie showed yeah, that up part as well, was obvious, very yeah. obvious, just because it was so obvious with John Connor, and then just it was too like for like for Judgment Day. It was still if it was a standalone film, which it's being treated as as a direct sequel to Judgment Day, I'd be like, okay, but you still got that. It's still in that world. They've acknowledged yeah, that it's 100%. Judgment Day. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you have preferred that with John Connor's character, it was CGI or it was a whole different character altogether? And we had, either way, you have to believe that the CGI is a real person or you have to believe this other kid is John Connor. What would you prefer? I think that the third movie is still something i absolutely despise because it was nick Stoll instead of eddie furlong right, and i'm yeah. well aware edward furlong was going through a lot of problems and, and still is as far as i know but it just took me out of the movie immediately and it doesn't help that i don't like nick Stoll. yeah you take a gamble when it's another actor because yeah. we like so furlong if, if you are putting me like saying hey you have to say one or the other i'd say cgi you like just because good cgi I need, yeah good over CGI, good cgi random actor yes well there you go yes. you heard it here first kids yes you now know what second person shooter is and mofo's choice for cgi versus different actor well because it does uh, it's again not to bring up marvel which i think we've done really well this season to we've not we've talk had little about tidbits of it haven't we five minutes yeah but or every episode. <laughs> Iron Man had Terrence Howard as Rhodey slash War Machine in the first one. And Correct. I much preferred Don Cheadle because I love his chemistry with uh, Roberts. Tony Stark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, a bit of both. Uh, but you know, it's still that, and the same with Edward Norton, who I love, but 
Mark Ruffalo's now the Hulk. Yep. And yes, that's. It's yeah. Sometimes it has to happen, but. Did you know that Kate Mara? I think I've said this on here before. Kate did Mara. you know that Kate Mara and Olivia Munn are both in Iron Man Two? <laughs> no. Kate Mara goes to serve in papers and he goes, I like I don't like being handed stuff. And that's it, that's all she's he hands in. Him the happy. Wow. Yep. And then it might have been Iron Man One actually as well. But they're in the same movie and Olivia Munn's like <gasps> a news presenter for Oh, that's dope. Something. Yeah. Off the back of uh newsroom, so that's kinda of funny. And Dominic Provo Chalky is in Avengers. She's at the premiere and everything. I'm like, I need to rewatch that because she's just someone not in the background, but like a civilian at some point in the movie. <laughs> Is she like how um, the there was the dude from the show Community? He's mm-hmm. got like the smallest role in it, but everyone was like, oh, "Yeah, the Community." I don't know. I she wasn't really known at that point. She just yeah. was lucky enough to get the role. But it's like, oh, if I went back and w- watched it, I'd maybe see it. But it's sort of like that. But no, I didn't realize. Like how we Kate Mara saw was in it. Tom Hardy and Black Hawk Down. Yeah, yeah, those things. That's one reason why I do like rewatching films a few years later to see who do I know now. But yeah, anyway, go see Dark Fate. If you're a big Terminator fan, definitely go see it. Now, getting back to a segment that we haven't done in a little while. Yes. Trailers. Trailers and trolleys. <laughs> Target, target, yeah. potato, potato. Tomato, tomato. A, fa- no. a saying that my one of my year nines was saying all of last time was, did you get a haircut? This was every day. Oh, did you get a haircut? So I just start throwing it back at him. Hey, Willis, did you get a haircut? <laughs> and his saying now is, depends which way you look at it, for everything. Willis, stop talking over the top of me, go outside. I sent him into the common room the other day. Depends which way you look at it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's for everything. Oh, my God. So anyway. He's just a defiant young man. No, he's not defiant. He's uh, cheeky, like a class clown. He's saying it from that perspective, not to be... You say, I don't teach these kids <laughs> these words. <laughs> Just their English teacher. Um, yeah, so anyway, it depends what trailer you look at it. So speaking about looking at things slightly differently, one of the trailers we saw before Dark Fate, comma, Terminator, was Jumanji 2 Next Level, their mm-hmm. second trailer. So we got to see a little bit more of that movie, which is out next month yes. around Christmas time. So I think if there's another trailer that drops before mm-hmm. Christmas, I definitely don't need to watch no, it so I don't get no. the entire starting plot. starting to see a little bit too yes. much now. You always do with the second trailer because I recently just re... Not rewatched. Recently just watched the Bad Boys 2 trailer number two. Yeah, I don't need to Bad see Boys that. 2. Bad Boys 3, sorry. Oh, shit. Bad Boys yeah. 3 trailer number two. Um, so you see just that little bit more. I guess it gives gives you a bit more of a glance at other aspects of the film. But does again, it, you don't need to see Does it make it, it less look less like a screwball comedy? A little bit less, yes. Okay. Yeah, a tiny bit less because it doesn't open with that scene of Martin Lawrence opening the Ferrari door or whatever yeah. car it is into the Because I know like, the thing. Michael Bay between Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2 like really up to the colour being like it's Florida. Look at it. These bright, sunny yes. palm trees, these beautiful houses, all that kind of shit. Which I assume whoever is directing this one is kind of adopted, which is why it looks the way it does. But I'm like, just because it looks all pleasant doesn't mean it hasn't no. been pleasant. But that's just me. But they are two films I will be seeing and probably at the cinema, the big action you want to mm-hmm. see on the big screen. Yep. So Word. Bad Boys 3 and J- Jumanji 2. 
Um, the other trailer we saw before Dark Fate, and I'd seen a bit of it before already, was Ford versus Ferrari. This is a full-length trailer. I've only yeah. seen the ones they've I've seen snippets. just popped up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Facebook-type and trailers. It, and again, I was listening to Matt Damon on Conan the other day, and he was talking about how ridiculous their fight scene was, and it was at the start of this trailer. So I was like, ah, oh, cool, context. Yeah, context, yeah, always good. And as you were saying, you're like, oh, I'm not really into my cars, but I like Matt Damon, yeah, I like Christian Bale. I'm so definitely going to see the show. I want to go movie. see that. And I probably will as well. I don't think I'm overly excited to go see it, but I know that I'll watch it at some point or another. I'm nodding, yes. And we watched just before we started recording the trailer to Fantasy Island, which is being released in February 2020. Michael Pena, Maggie Q, what's up? Oh, my God. Our boy, our girl are in it. And I knew about this for a little bit. I knew that Lucy Hale and Maggie Q were going to be working together because I've both got them. I've got both of them on Instagram and they started following each other all of a sudden. I was like, okay, what's happening here? They're obviously doing a project together. And then obviously um, just the other day they both presented at the People's Choice Awards and around the same time the first trailer dropped for it. I thought it was going to be a TV series, looks to be a film and it's obviously based on the the show from the 70s. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't think of any other actors in it. Lucy Howe, Maggie Hugh, Michael Pena. There was was a few familiar faces but couldn't put names to it. And that's not me being a dick. It's just they're not in stuff I see often. Even if it was going to be a TV show, I was probably considering committing to it because I have followed Maggie Q since Nikita. So I'm very keen for that. See, isn't she beautiful? It's Karen Gillan. (laughs) Get back to (laughs) Fantasy Island. We're done with bloody Jumanji. Um... Yeah, I thought I'll probably check it out anyway, but now that it's a movie, I'll definitely be seeing it. Less yeah. of a commitment. Like Fuck yeah. Two hours maybe well, of seeing it. And I don't s- know how you'd do that plot line over and over again unless you change the cast. Well, yeah, yeah. Because when yeah. you said that and as we were watching it, I'm yeah. like, this all feels like in a condensed time, Correct. like yeah, a weekend true. or something. I'm like, you sure it's a film? Nope, nope. It's a film. So, yeah, I'm actually keen to see that. Something a little bit different and to continue supporting Maggie Q. Well, someone's got to. <laughs> Might as well be you, me, it and everyone else. Well be, yeah, yeah, that's the answer to it. Um, but they're the ones, that, the trailers that I've seen most recently. Speaking of communication, we won't really. How are you going with your hashtag communication progress? I, I fucked up a little bit at work the other day. Oh, shit. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Do tell. Yeah, well, I was saving it for the podcast. Oh, uh, watch out. So, my, I have a good amount of communication with the chef at work yeah but not about work stuff <laughs> yeah well, so that's all right so we just chat right and <laughs> still he, communication he's, he's just like okay so this uh, this is what's happening i'm like cool and then i'll just go do my thing and he's he, we can usually both trust each other that i know what i'm doing yeah that you'll get the Problem job done was he'd already like segmented out all the desserts and stuff but i started making new ones yeah so we had times two. Oh dear. For eighty plus people. Oh my god. Yeah. So. So you're uh, talking hundred and sixty desserts. Well, enough for hundred and sixty. Oh people. my god. Um, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah, um, I've already made those." I was like, "God damn it!" And then I explained to him about how we <laughs> were doing communication. hashtag communication, yep. all this, but and I was just like, "Here's me coming in, big dick swinging, <laughs> sun out all these fucking fruit salads for dessert." And I could have just said, ah, so are they in the fridge or should I be grabbing all of them from dress stores and sorting them out myself? And uh, yeah, and so that happened. But this is one rare f- fuck up that I've made that he was like, nah, it's cool. I'll just make like a fruit crumble tomorrow. And that was the end of it. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> 
So nothing bad came of it. So nothing you had bad all this came extra of it, food that like, you could use the next day, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank God, there was no wastage. Him, made him aware of the hashtag communication, and uh, yeah, I think we're still on top of it, and everyone else. It's just it's been a slow build for everybody, and I think as long as there's not another stuff up this week, I think we'll be okay. So that's that. Depends which way you look at it. Yeah. So I guess uh, you want to sign off. <laughs> yep. All right. Later. <laughs> uh, thanks for terminatoring with us. Oh. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, or find us on Not Another Podcast at 2Ts.podbean.com. And feel free to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram also. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Nailed it, right outro, you did it.